Revival is our real need today. I mean, not so much buildings or vehicles or volunteers or money. It's revival. It's renewed spiritual awareness, renewed godly enthusiasm, renewed romance with the word, renewed passion to win the lost, renewed determination to live with our fellow Christians in harmony and oneness instead of tension and suspicion. Revival will meet that need. Welcome to today's edition of Dayspring, the broadcast that asks the question, Do you want a blessing? Then let God's Word saturate you, for between those covers is spiritual nourishment and blessing. So enjoy the blessings of God today. Let's be separated and saturated and revived again. Revive us again. Fill each heart with your love. Oh God, may each soul be rekindled from above.
thank you very much, singers. Say, if you've just tuned in, this is Dayspring, and here's the founder and speaker, Rex Bullock. I hope that you've had a great week. I just trust that this has been a wonderful time for you. This is a a great season of the year. It's a time when we have the opportunity to thank God for freedom, to thank God for what we have. And, of course, we're so aware of the fact that we are in a real warfare against the forces of evil. I mean, all you have to do is either watch or listen to the news. You hear it every day. I think we need to be praying more and more, and I trust that you are, for this nation and for our world as we mount an offensive against evil and the forces of wickedness, uh, forces that seek to subvert our values as freedom-loving people who choose to worship God according to the dictates of our own conscience. We need to be praying that God will protect us and keep us free. And I know that we've been um, just celebrating during this wonderful season of the year. I trust, my friend, that you will pray that God will stay the hand of evil. Let's continue to pray for the President of the United States and other world leaders as they are truly in the forefront of this campaign against terrorism and violence and wickedness on every hand. Let's pray for those who make laws and those who enforce laws. Let's continue to pray for uh, people all around the world and their safety during this time. Well, this is a this is a great time. And today I'm going to be opening uh, a subject that I believe goes hand in hand with this season of the year. And it's a look at what we really need today, at what we must have. Oh, I understand that uh, we're restructuring government so as to help us defend uh, our nations, and I know that other nations around the world are are doing similar kinds of things. And that's important. That's vitally important. But to me, there's a need that is even greater than that. And I'm going to be talking about what the real need is today. So I hope that you'll plan on being around for the entire worship service. This is a wonderful opportunity that you and I have each week to share the good things of the Word of God, to to just worship together and hear the Word. Several years ago, Bruce Wilkinson wrote a book called The Prayer of Jabez. Very few people uh, around the world have never heard of The Prayer of Jabez. By now, this has been a multi-million bestseller. Not as many people, however, know of the next book that he wrote called Secrets of the Vine, Breaking Through to Abundance. During this month, I want to put this book in your hands. It's uh, it's a book that I just really feel like you must get. It, it, it's, its depth is important. He starts out with a chapter called Stories from the Vineyard, and then What God Wants. I, I just hope that you will plan on getting a copy. We have them here for you. Now, here's the deal. 
write and claim your copy. I want you to have it. I want to put it in your hands. This is a hardback book. It uh, originally uh, sells for nine ninety nine. If you were to buy it in the store, unless they have some sort of special or discount on it, uh, that's what you pay. And here's what we are asking. If you can, if you can, share a gift with the Ministry of Dayspring during this time. We desperately need to hear from you. And we're asking for your involvement, your prayer, and your financial support. If you can, okay? Whatever, I want you to have it. Whether you can or can't, I want you to have this book. So, write. Ask for Secrets of the Vine by Bruce Wilkinson. That's simple enough, isn't it? Joe Alcorn's going to give you my email address. He will give you our post office box number, and our toll-free telephone number. Now, listen, you can you can do that. Please don't hesitate. Of course, uh, our offices are open uh, Monday through Friday, so if you call then, uh, that's when we take orders. But even if you call on the weekends, yes, you will, uh, you will get uh, uh, an answering machine, but that's okay. Leave your order. And uh, we will get this back out to you. Thank you so very, very much. Please do it today. Thank you, Rex. Well, the Jabez series has been such a blessing to many. But now there's a sequel, Secrets of the Vine by Bruce Wilkinson. Secrets of the Vine takes you through a journey in John chapter 15. Find out why Jesus is the vine of life and explore the four levels of fruit bearing. This hardbound book is a must for devotional living and is yours upon request. And say, listening friend, if you could tuck in an offering as you request Secrets of the Vine, we will appreciate it so much. But regardless, we want you to have it. There are three ways to order Secrets of the Vine. Post Office Box 56300, Portland, Oregon 97238. Or if you're wired for the Internet, the address for our web store is www.dayspringradio.com. And if you'd like to order by phone, it's 1-800-783-DAYS. For a personal message to Rex, you can email him at rex at dayspringradio.com. And now before today's message called, What's the Real Need? The singers, Oh, Worship the King. Worship the King, all glorious above, and gratefully sing His wonderful Yeah. 
four men had a friend whose legs were paralyzed. I mean, he couldn't take a single step. He needed a miracle. He needed someone who had power over frozen legs to get them working again. He had a need. These four friends heard that a miracle man was coming to their town. They lived in Capernaum, and the man's name was Jesus. His reputation already had been established. He was the one who supposedly could heal any disease. He could cure any infirmity. He could cast out any demon or perform any miracle. No doubt about it. These four friends were going to carry their paralyzed pal on his cot to the house where Jesus would be. Now, they knew that their paralyzed friend would be healed if they could just get him to Jesus. Now, when those men arrived at the house where Jesus was preaching, the situation was totally different than they anticipated. I mean, you talk about mass confusion. You talk about a crowd, people everywhere. I mean, it was jammed in every room of the house, outside the doors and beyond, crowding around each window. For as far as the eye could see, nothing but people. Now, what would you do? Well, most of us would have said, hey, we tried. I mean, we, we made a valiant attempt. We, we, we thought we could get in. Well, these guys were determined. They were creative. They were focused. They were willing to try something new. One left to find a ladder. Another left to find four ropes. And the other two eyed the flat roof, calculating how that they could get their friend up there without breaking his back. And finally, to the roof they went. I mean, these guys tore the tiles apart. It seems crazy, doesn't it? They got on top of the roof. They began to tear up the tiles. An opening approximately six feet long and three feet wide was created. Ropes were tied to the four corners of the cot. And down through the hole in that roof went the bed with a man lying on it. He was positioned directly in front of Jesus himself. I mean, here Jesus is teaching. He's sharing. Here are all the people crowded around when suddenly down comes this cot with a man lying on it, four men letting it down. Can you believe that? Can you believe what happened next? I mean, after all of that, and probably more, Jesus didn't respond to the obvious need of paralyzed legs. You see, our text today in Mark chapter 2, verse 5 says, Son, your sins are forgiven. Your what? Your sins? I mean, these four men didn't do all they did to hear Jesus say something about sins. They did it all to see their friend's legs healed. Jesus missed the whole point. Obviously, they're here for a healing. And Jesus is talking about sins being forgiven. You see, the men went for the temporal. Jesus went for the eternal. They went for the physical. Jesus went for the spiritual. They, they were looking at the external. Jesus was looking at the internal. They went for legs. Jesus went for heart. In other words, Jesus went for the real need. And that's the question that I'm asking today. What's the real need? What's the real need? 
I want to ask you right now, what is your real need? I mean, you've been talking about other things. You've been telling your friends their other needs. You, you've been playing like, as we used to do when we were kids. You've had a mask on. You've, you've said your needs were this. But what's the real need? Uh, what is it for you? What is it for your church? Ah, what is it around the globe? You know, most of us think in terms of legs that don't work. Most of our minds focus on the temporal, on the physical, on the external. I mean, we think if it's church, we think we've got to have more space, more room. We think we need better people. We think we need a new pastor. We think we need whatever. Maybe we need a youth worker. Maybe we need more parking space. Maybe we think we need more volunteers. Maybe maybe we think we need a little more money. <laughs> That's it. Just a little more money. If we had that, we could do a lot of things. And all of these needs consume our time as we pray. And we say, oh, God, if we just had more money. Or we say, God, give me this. And if I have this, I will really do something wonderful. You see, a lot of our strategy sessions and our meetings, maybe even our board meetings or our team meetings, they're consumed by these kind of needs. That's where our attention is. Uh, when you have legs that don't work, it's hard to think about anything else. What do you think Jesus would say? I mean, if we would get ropes and a ladder and tear up the roof and place these needs before Jesus, what do you think he would say? You think he'd say, okay, guys, I'm going to grant you more space here. <laughs> You're going to have more people here. We're going we're gonna to let you have some more money. That's really what you need. What do you think his response would be? I have a growing conviction that Jesus himself would say to every one of us, your real need is for a revival of your spirit. Your real need is for a renewing of your heart. There's no doubt that Jesus would go right straight to the point. He would go to the eternal. He would go to the spiritual, the internal. He would strike right at the core, at the heart. Revival. Revi you say, Rex, what do you mean revival? Is that, is that something that lasts for a few days that where you bring in a special speaker and you have a crusade or you have some great music? Is that revival? Uh, why would why would that be the real need? Well, without using textbook definitions, could I just give you a definition of revival that I think really is important? Here it is. Revival is a renewed enthusiasm for spiritual things. It's a thrill at digging out the Word of God. It's a burning to tell our friends about Christ. It's a romance in our heart with Jesus. It's a body of believers that prays and loves enough that differences melt away. That's revival. It's when people start loving one another again. It's when 
It's when people start coming to know Christ again. It's when when we wrap our arms round about one another and say, you know, I can work with you. We're in this together. Let me say it again. Revival is a renewed enthusiasm for spiritual things. And that's our real need today. That's our real need. Not so much buildings or vehicles or volunteers or money or anything else. It's revival. It's renewed spiritual awareness. It's renewed godly enthusiasm. It's renewed romance with the Word of God. It's renewed passion to win the lost for Jesus Christ. It's a renewed determination to live with our fellow Christians in harmony and in oneness instead of intention and suspicion. That's what we need. That's revival. That's it. Can you believe the end of this uh, story in Mark chapter 2? I mean, can you believe it? Jesus also healed the man's legs before it was over. (laughs) He did. The thing about Jesus, he did first things first. He did first things first. And it always works that way. If we will put first things first, do whatever it takes to break through the barriers to spiritual revival, to pray for the same things Jesus prayed for, God will answer our plea for both revival and the temporal things that are so urgently needed. You see, in God's system of things, when we focus on the real need, He also takes care of those dozens of lesser needs. That's right. This same Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Oh, my friends, my brothers and sisters, those of us around the world who love Jesus Christ, those of us who are part of the family of God, let's focus in on the real need. Let's believe God to help us with that which is truly important. Now, I'm going to say it one more time. Revival is a renewed enthusiasm for spiritual things. Do you have it? Do you want it? That's the important thing. I want to pray with you right now. May I do that? May I have the privilege of just praying with you? If you're in a place where you can... Just bow your head, do it. If you're driving, that's okay. Just listen. And and pray in your spirit. Wherever you may be, I don't care. Let's ask God to give us a, a renewed enthusiasm for spiritual things. To give us a hot heart. To give us a fresh passion. Oh, God. I'm asking you right now. To do a brand new thing in me. To give me a fresh, renewed, awakening, hunger, enthusiasm for spiritual things. Oh God, I'm praying just now that you're gonna you're gonna so break my spirit and melt my heart and open me to your things that nothing else will be important. All these other things, these lesser things. Things like temporal things. They won't seem nearly as important as just having you. You. That's what I want is you. I love what the songwriter said, Lord. More of you. More of you. I've 
had it all, but what I really want is more of you. Of things I've had my fill, but yet I hunger still, empty and bare. Lord, hear my prayer for more of you. Would you take my cry right now and the cries of many others who are in this worldwide audience, and would you give us more of you, more of you? Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We're trusting. We're believing. We're open. (laughs) We're open right now, Father. And we're trusting that you're going to do that for us. Give us a revival because that's our real need. Amen. And amen. Thank you, Rex. Well, in our closing moments, I want to remind you about ordering your copy of Secrets of the Vine. Order this week at Post Office Box 56300, Portland, Oregon 97238. Or online at our web store at www.dayspringradio.com. And you can even order by telephone toll-free, 1-800-783-DAYS. Well, next week, Rex returns with a message called... Tending the fire. I hope you'll join us. On behalf of all of us here at Dayspring, goodbye until next week at this same time on this fine station. Hallelujah.